Hello, welcome to worship on this fourth Sunday of Advent. I'm so glad you're joining me today. And let us begin our worship with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Light one candle to watch for Messiah let the light banish darkness. He shall bring salvation to Israel. God fulfills the promise. Light two candles to watch for Messiah. Let the light banish darkness. Let the light banish darkness. Lift your heads and lift high the gateway for the King of Glory. Light four candles to watch for Messiah. Let the light banish darkness.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come with your abundant grace and might. Free us from the sin that binds us, that we may receive you in joy and serve you always. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. In those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud voice, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken by the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy according to the promise he has made our ancestors to Abraham and to his descendants forever. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Elizabeth, pregnant with John. Mary, pregnant with Jesus. Imagine being in the presence of these brave and faithful women. Elizabeth, facing the scorn of her family and neighbors for becoming pregnant at such a late stage of her life. How will she ever be able to raise a child? And then there's Mary, becoming pregnant before being married, she faced an even more dire consequence. She could be stoned and killed for her mistake. Yet both of these women were doing what God was calling them to do, and they did not hesitate to do what was asked of them. Their faith was strong, and they put their trust in God. After the birth of their boys, life did not get easier. I'm sure they both took pride in their sons and what God was calling them for in the world. But both would know the heartbreak that no mother wants to face. Elizabeth had to let her son go and watch him live an isolated life in the wilderness while he prepared for the coming of Jesus. 
She must have heard the people scorn John and his wild ways. She must have seen people laugh at him and turn their backs on what he was trying to tell them. Then she watched as John continued to speak out about the coming of the Messiah and how Jesus would change the world. She watched as he went around the countryside, bringing people to Jesus and baptizing them in his name. She knew in her heart that John had found his calling and could not turn back, even if his life was in danger. Then the unthinkable happened. John was arrested and beheaded. Elizabeth's grief could not be consoled. Mary saw this all unfolding for John. She suffered right along with Elizabeth at the, John's death and prayed daily for her son to be safe. Yet she knew her prayers could not save him from what God needed him to do. She was filled with awe as she saw him heal the sick, feed the hungry and care for the sick and lonely. She was pleased to see him seek out those who were shunned by the leaders and offer them a better way of life. She cheered on the crowds who continued to flock to him and proclaim his greatness. Yet she knew it would all come to an end, and she dreaded that day. She stood at the foot of the cross to watch her son die a horrible death. She cried and secretly pleaded with God to take away his suffering. When it was over, she thanked God for taking him into God's kingdom. Then she went home, alone with her grief. As we look forward to Christmas and celebrating the birth of Jesus, how wonderful it would be to be able to stay in Bethlehem, to continue to gaze on that sleeping babe in the manger. But we know that this is only the beginning of the journey. Jesus will take us other places in this world. His ministry is just beginning, and he will not stop until he gets to the cross. This is just the beginning of our journey, too. We are all called to follow Jesus from the manger to the cross. When we look out and see all the struggles people go through in our families and in the world, we know that being in that peaceful manger is not enough. We know we can do nothing to heal this world without Jesus by our side. And to have Jesus with us means he must leave the manger. God prepared Jesus for this journey. God brought Jesus into the world for all of us. This time of the year brings joy and heartbreak. Joy at the birth of Jesus. Joy as we come together to celebrate. And perhaps joy among family and friends. Unfortunately, this time of the year also brings heartbreak. The Hallmark movies that always turn out happy. And vague memories of Christmas past where we have blocked out the difficult parts. Make us strive for the perfect Christmas, a Christmas that usually disappoints us. Families continue to struggle. Loved ones who were here last year are now gone. 
Natural disasters rip apart lives. Peace in this world seems impossible. Just this week, parents were faced with a serious decision. Do they send their children to school when social media has dubbed Friday as American School Shooting Day? How does that affect our children? And what about the teachers and other staff as they do what they can to keep our children safe in a world that is out of control? Even in these uncertain times, we can look in that manger and see hope. We see who God has sent us to ease our pain and give us promise of a better life. On Christmas, we will rejoice at the birth of Jesus. Then we will travel with him to the cross. It will not be an easy journey, and it is not always pleasant, but it is real. We are all called to have the faith of Elizabeth and Mary. We are called to know, know the joy they felt when they knew God had blessed them. God has blessed us all with the births of John and Jesus. The Mighty One has done great things for us. Don't let the disappointments of our lives overshadow the joy that can come from knowing all God has done for us through Jesus Christ. In a few days, we will all gather to celebrate the birth of Jesus and the birth of a new way of life for all of us. We will gaze at that innocent child in our hearts will fill with love for all Jesus does for us. Just as John leaped in Elizabeth's womb and Mary spoke those profound words about her son, let us all find ways to proclaim the greatness of our Savior Jesus Christ, who comes to us as a baby and then takes us on a journey to the foot of the cross where he will fulfill God's promise and bring us to a new life in a kingdom that has no end. Amen.
Using the words of the Nicene Creed, let us confess our holy faith. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. In this season of waiting and watching, let us pray for all people and places that yearn for God's presence. Nurturing God, you give us life and care for every need. Use the church's gifts and ministries for your service, bringing your word to all who seek your transforming grace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Creator God, you proclaim your boundless love for all that you have made. Renew barren lands and polluted waters. Make us servants of your creation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Righteous God, you bring down the mighty and lift up the lowly. Bless the work of all who seek justice and fairness. Be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate God, you proclaim your love and mercy. Show your loving kindness to all who suffer, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. John. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Gracious God, you fill the hungry with good things. Bless the feeding ministries of this congregation and community. Guide us to share our bounty with those in need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Faithful God, you stir up the hearts of those who love you. We give you thanks for those who, like Mary, were courageous in their witness. Give us the courage until that day when you fulfill all things. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of new life, you come among us in the places we least expect. Receive these prayers and those in our hearts. In the name of Jesus, amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace. Remember the poor. Thanks be to God.